This is my blog post, I am Lot. There are three ways in which we can learn from the scriptures in the Bible. The physical and the historical evidence helps us to accept the truth as it has happened in history. The real places in the Bible, the historical discoveries, the verification of the stories and the people remain consistent throughout the Bible. The people are real, the places are real, the words are real and still exists in and out of the Bible. Jesus was a real man. Many people saw him. The places he visited are still there. The event happened for real. These truths cannot be hidden or explained away. But we need more than just physical evidence to have faith. Scriptures also have symbolic meaning to bring more understanding and faith, to help us understand the things of the spiritual world. It is what it represents that is important and that we believe rather than what we see. Such as knowing that the Lamb of God is represented as the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ and what we believe it to be the truth in our spirit. The symbolic meaning helps us to accustom our minds to the things that we cannot see but that we know exist in the spirit. Luke 17 verses 20 says, The kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, here it is or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, like a wedding banquet, like a merchant in search of fine pearls, and like a farmer who went to plant some seeds. You cannot understand the parables or the spiritual things without the Holy Spirit of God, who reveals these things to you and brings understanding. When asked, why do you use parables when you talk to the people? Jesus replied, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. Those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But those who do not listen, even what little understanding they have, will be taken away from them. That is why I use parables. That's in Matthew 13 verses 10. Finally, scriptures also bring personal revelation. That reveal what God is saying to you personally and in your relationship with him. It's a spirit-to-spirit conversation, received only by faith. No one but God alone can reveal these truths to you, which is useful for the maturity of your spirit. John 3.23 says, No one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. He must become greater, and I must become less and less. We are of the earth, and we speak of earthly things, But he comes from heaven and testifies about what he has seen and heard. But how few believe what he tells them. Anyone who accepts his testimony can affirm that God is true. This blog is not about the story of Lot and the truth of what happened during that time. This story is about the symbolic lesson we can learn from the events of Sodom and Gomorrah, which is good for building our character. When God calls you away from the evils of the world, a place where you see the abominations of the world and the evidence of what we see does not match up with the truth of our spirit, what do we do? 
we have to decide, do we listen to the voice of God or do we listen to what the world is saying? Do we listen to our head or with our heart? There's a difference between asking with your heart and asking with your head. And there's also a difference between asking and telling. One is my will and the other is God's will. Which one calls you to authority? Jesus knows the questions of your heart and only he can answer those questions. Revelation comes from him. He knows what you need before you even have to ask. When you need encouragement, he will give it to you. When you need understanding, he will give it to you. He will give you what your heart desires, if you truly desire his perspective. Our perspective is not true because we are of the earth and speak of earthly things. We speak of what we want or what we think is good, but that may not be God's perfect will. When Jesus told the disciples that he was going to be crucified, Peter didn't want this to happen. Who would want their teacher, the person they loved, to suffer in this way? But that is because Peter didn't know God's perfect plan in saving the world. Mark 8 verses 31 says, Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Our fleshly desires are demonic. It cannot please God. It is Satan disguised, a prostitute riding the beast. One thinking that they are in control of their will, but actually they're only willed by another beast. Both these beasts of the earth want the things of the earth and of human desires, rather than the heavenly things. Our will only wants the things of the world and of the flesh, but God's will wants the things that last forever. He uses the things of the world to teach us the things of the Spirit, so that the desire for the Spirit becomes greater than the things of the flesh. If we want patience, for instance, He gives us worldly trials so that we gain patience. The Israelites, for instance, thought they wanted an earthly king that would rule over them, so God gave them a king after their heart's desire in the Old Testament. And so they would learn that it's not the king that would please their heart, but it's the heart of a God that would please the people. God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes, 2 Peter 2 verses 6 says. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desires and who despise authority.
When God rescues you from Sodom and Gomorrah, don't look back like Lot's wife. Leave willingly and with determination to listen only to the voice of God, to follow only his will and none of yours, to be led and not to lead. Listen only to the Holy Spirit and his revelation of the truth. Genesis 19 verses 24 says, The Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew these cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Why a pillar of salt? Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can you make it salty again? Have salt amongst yourself and be at peace with each other. Mark 9 verses 50 says, Salt is good, but the flavour comes from the Holy Spirit. If you lose the Holy Spirit's voice, you are just a pillar. You have no powers. Your will may be good, but it has no power. The power comes from the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that has the power to save a soul. A pillar is just something someone can lean on on earth. An evidence to the world that God was there of a person on their way out of Sodom that never made it because they were too busy focusing on their will that they didn't see God's big plan. You cannot will spiritual things. They are given by God as he pleases. By his will only we are saved. 2 Peter 1 verses 20 says, No prophecy or scripture come from one's own interpretation for no such prophecy was ever brought forth by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. First seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. First seek the perspective of the Holy Spirit, the true perspective. God's perspective, then all the other things will be added to you. Wisdom, understanding, growth and maturity and you will become less, and he will become more.